Cassette tape 27. Welcome to I Will Write Your Book. My name is Will Hines. Look, here's the deal. I'm a ghost author. I write books for other people, and I record my meetings with these clients and publish them as this podcast so that you can get a look into the publishing industry. This podcast is designed for intense, passionate fans of the publishing industry, hardcore fans of the publishing industry only. If you are not an impassioned and devoted fan of the publishing industry, please stop listening immediately. This podcast is not for you. With me, as always, is my copy editor, Karen Donahue. Hello, Karen. Hey, well, I need you to do me a favor. Oh, yeah, sure. What is it? Uh, a guy named Max is going to call you, and oh, he's going to ask okay. you how you know me. Oh, okay. And you're, you have to say that we met in St. Lucia in May of 2014. Okay. We, At the Four Seasons Resort. Jesus, okay. And we we never left the resort. Like we're still there? <sighs> why During is it, the why? time that we met, we stayed there. Okay. Okay? okay? Yeah. May. So, okay, Do a, you need to write this down? I think I got it. A guy named Max is going to call me and mm-hmm. and ask how I know you and I'm going to say we met May of 2014 in St. Lucia at the Four Seasons Resort and we stayed in the resort the whole time. Yeah. Can I embellish on that a little bit? Can I spice it up? Like what? Give me an example of what you'd say. Can I say we like hacked into the hotel's computer system and like stopped no. the cyber Okay. That's I'm glad I cleared that. I'm glad I cleared that. Could I say that we defended the hotel bar from like a gang of marauders? No. Okay. Don't say that. Okay. Nothing. I won't say it. I you, won't can, say. you can say we had sex. I don't really want to do that. You, I think you should. Why? He might ask. Okay. I'll say we had sex. Why? What, what, what kind? We what did. kind of sex? Any old kind. Use your imagination. I'll just say it was garden variety. <laughs> okay. Whatever. I'll say we that stayed sounds... in the resort and had garden variety sex. Okay. We were in the bar. What were you drinking? Um, I was having uh, Tangeray and Tonic. Good. Okay. And I approached you? Yeah. How about I approached you? Okay. I know it would never happen. Let's say that, and let's say that I was crushing it. Like super funny. I just, I need What's this, happening? Oh, need, what's going on? I need this to be believable. Okay. It okay. doesn't matter. Okay. You don't need to know why. All right. It's just important that you, you do this. Are you in trouble? Is this a, is this a law enforcement? Yes. I'm in trouble. What's going on? I'm in trouble. What's happening? Is it a law? I clearly need an alibi. Obviously. For what? What happened? Isn't that obvious? No, I, I thought I thought we were just the having fun. The less you know, the better, Will. The less you know, the better. You're an my, idiot. You'll get scared. But my curiosity. You'll get frightened. But my curiosity. I'm You peaked. will fuck this up. No way. You You know what? What's I that? promise you, mm-hmm. if you do this, yeah. I'll tell you everything after. After. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's It'll fair. be your reward. Yes. Yes. It'll be your reward. Okay. okay? Great. That's so Max calls. 2014 May, uh, St. Lucia, Four Seasons Resort Hotel. We had garden variety sex, met in a bar, a couple drinks. You chatted me up. I was intimidated. Uh, we had an affair, never left the hotel, and that, and that was it. Okay. Good. But just do me a favor. Yeah. A little more conversational. I'm going to just, I got to spill it out. I got to get it all out of the top or I'll forget. No, I'm not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, like, right. think about it. Uh huh. You, you, okay, you, okay. You're remembering Let's practice. It Let's practice. Fondly. Let's practice. You're remembering it fondly. Yeah, hello. Who is this? Sir, my name is Max. Hi, how are you? I Do met you know Karen, Karen Donahue. No, the... okay. Don't start. You don't know why I'm calling at okay, all. Okay, of course. That's right. Okay, I got it now. You have I got no it now. idea. I do. I Sir, got it now. I got it. 
My name Hello, is who Max. is this? My name is Max. Oh, nice to meet you. I'm calling about Karen Donahue. Why? I don't I don't even know anything about this. You don't know Karen Donahue? Yeah, yeah, I do, but why are you calling? I had no idea this was going to happen. <laughs> Sir, I'm just calling for a reference for Karen Donahue. Oh, I'd be happy to. She's a terrific copy editor. And how do you know each other? How did you meet? We met in May of 2004. Let me see. I think it was May of 2014, somewhere around there. Might have been April. I got to check it my might, calendar. It was April? I'm not, let me check. I'm going to check so my calendar. It was I can't April. Remember. No, okay, it was May. So it was, it was May. It was I'm May? Mm-hmm. I can confirm. I just checked my uh, Gmail uh, for the hotel reservation. It was May. Mm-hmm. And I remember this because um, I picked her up in a bar pretty well. Could you we, forward me a copy of that email, uh, the hotel reservation? It's got like some credit card information on it. I'd feel strange about doing that, actually. I, I'm going to need that. I'm sorry. I'm not able to give my personal. You're gonna. You see what you did, Will? You fucked up right there. You fucked this, up. Are you still Max right now? No, idiot. I'm me. How Ugh. did I fuck up? I, I thought I did great. I need you to do this, okay? Just. I thought I was great, actually, for real. I bit, thought I was okay. legit good. You were doing good until then. You're offering up information you don't need to, okay? Okay. Just act like you're really busy and you don't really have time to talk to this person. Have you never watched Law & Order? You don't really know what's going on. Not once, because I know I'm never going to be able to finish it, so I don't want to start because there's so many episodes. I'm still only halfway through Russian Doll. You don't have to watch every episode of Law & Order. I got to know the story. Once I get started... Hello. Hey, what's going on? Is this Mr. Will? <laughs> is this Mr. Will? <laughs> you know it. How can I help you? Yes, I'm calling about uh, Karen Donnie. Hey, 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 could you pick it up? I'm busy here, pal. How long is this going to take? Uh, just, I just have a few questions for you. Who, who is so, this? Who is this? Why are you calling me? My name is Max. I don't know you. And I'm calling, obviously you don't, sir. I'm calling, I need a reference for Karen Donahue. Oh, How do you know course. each other? Well, she works as my copy editor. Oh, okay. So she's your employee? I'd say so. We, uh, no, she's a, asshole. I am not your employee. That part's important to the story. I can't no, say you're my employee. No, but it's important to me. Okay. okay? All right. I'll, all right I'll, I won't say it. Let's go right back into that. Ugh. She's No, she's not my employee, but I contract her services. And how did you first meet? Let me think. Gosh, it's been a while. Oh, you know what? I remember. We met at St. Lucia, a hotel there. Uh, let me think. May of 2014. Okay, and you remember it was May of 2014 because? Just it was a vacation, you know what I mean? I just had to plan it for a while. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. All right, and you met there, and? It was crazy. I mean, we did end up working together, but it was a, we had a romantic tryst, if you must know. I mean, I, I know I can say this because she and I joke about it now, but yeah, we like you met did? at a bar. You had a romantic twist? Twit. Trist. Trist. Karen and I did. Okay. All right. You met at a yeah, bar. Yeah, crazy. Like, it was kind of, we had an affair. We had a fling. It's pretty hot. An affair? Okay. Yeah. That's how we met, and uh, that fizzled out, and then, you know, sometime later, we started working together on uh, writing, so strange. Hmm. Okay. So, what did you do? Was she in your company the entire time? What kind of question is that? Who is this? What are you asking me this for? My name is Max. Hey, Max, go fuck yourself, all right? I gave you the reference. That's all you need. You need to know something else figured out. Say goodbye to Karen, Will. Gladly. (laughs) I call your bluff. Kill her if I care. Kill her. How's that? I think that would be good. 
fuck it. I got to find somebody else. All right. So let's uh, move on to our guest for the episode. I'm going to connect someone who needs a book written. I don't know this person at all. So let's uh, see this is. Hello, are you there? Uh, hi, uh, can you hear me okay? I hear you fine. Thank you so much. Uh, hi, yes, I'm uh, Timothy, Timothy Tippingtree. I've heard your services, obviously, and I was just hoping you could help. Okay, Timothy Tippingtree, you said? Timothy Tippingtree, CEO. Uh, it's not an official title, but it is kind of important. Okay, non-official CEO, non-official title CEO. It's not like an honorific, but it is honorable. I'm trying to I get s- it added to like drop downs as like a suffix. Oh, like instead of junior or senior or Mr. or Mrs. and stuff, you want CEO? Yes, that's not my cause. It's not why I'm here, but I think that would be important. Like that's just side, so you could... A side thing. I mean, if you know any computing wizards, that would be amazing. I wish I did. I wish I knew some computing wizards. Timothy Tipping Tree, and you are ready. You are interested in hiring our services. That's uh, hi, that's Timothy. My name's oh, Karen Donahue. So, I gosh, this is very exciting. So, basically, I wanted to write a book called Past the Mic: Diversity from the Bottom Up. Uh, oh, like, exciting! Just, it's really cool. Uh, like, yeah. I'm CEO, obviously, but I found I really see myself as like a champion of diversity, and I all wanted right. all my diverse employees to like write interesting testimonials about how great it is, how important that it is working for a company like mine, just sharing their stories, sharing their thoughts. Now, okay, I don't actually have any diverse employees. So ah. I thought your services would be amazing. Okay. Let me just unpack this a little bit. You, you do run a company? You have, you have employees? Definitely. I run a company, have employees. There, it's just not a lot of diversity in your company. Um, I checked, and it's almost none. The HR department you were like, "Checked? You had to check? You had yes, to go I, look into it?" Yeah, I went. I went to HR and said, uh, "Give me some of those diverse guys, like for the book." And they were like, "Stop calling them that." And then they said, "We've been telling you about this for years. We just mm. don't have any. It's a hiring policy, I think." <laughs> okay, that's okay. And so you want a book called "Pass the Mic," which is supposedly employees of your company talk about how great it is to work there and these employees are diverse, but you don't have any employees. You want us to write this book for you. Yeah. And you felt like the best person for this. Now you're seeing me in this zoom call just to, and I'll just make it clear because I think it's germane to the book that you're writing. I am a 50 year old white man from Connecticut. One of the less diverse States of the United States Karen Donahue, copy editor. Karen, if you don't mind me saying, is also a white woman, Irish descent, whatever, if that factors in. Great. That helps. Love those guys. Yeah, those guys are great. I think those guys are great. Uh, love the Irish. God bless. Um, I meant women. Like, perfect. Oh, women. Like, big fan. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We don't how, have enough of them. HR told me as well. Like, oh. how many How many women do you have working for you? Right now, today? Yeah, today. Yeah. Like approximately zero. Okay, approximately zero. It, wow, a hundred percent men is actually really. I mean, uh, there's a lot of companies that have way more men than women, but zero percent women is is actually fairly. That's almost hard to do. I mean, like yeah, it's almost like we're trying, but I can guarantee you, we're not. Timothy, what kind of business do you run, if I may ask? Thank you. I run a financial trading company. Oh, we boy. move 
stocks into bonds and then we convert those bonds back into stocks so (laughs) why (laughs) what does that mean so bonds fixed income stocks variable income right we we all know this that's easy easy but what if you had a fixed income asset like a bond and you made it into a stock and then you're like sell the bond and then buy stocks I mean, I can make your job look easy too. I mean, it's, okay. it's- <laughs> we don't need to get into it. I'm sorry. Look, Will isn't much of a financial. I'm not. Wizard. I'm not good. Okay, at money. so he doesn't understand that you know you make a few pennies. If you make a few pennies on a million dollars, and then another few pennies, and another, it starts to add up. It starts adding up. All those pennies yeah. start to add up. So Timothy, uh, K- uh, Karen is quite uh, savvy with uh, finance and money, and she's um done quite well for herself in a number of ventures and including investments i feel like is that right karen i think i'm right on that you are correct now timothy karen, yes oh, just i just have to ask are you looking for a job because i could i would be two for two <laughs> what's you mean kill two birds with one stone with this call uh yeah no i'd get like a, a non-man and a <laughs> An Irish person, which would be Irish is not going to count as diversity, right? In this day and age, I think there was a time in America when hiring an Irish person actually would be sort of a bold step for diversity, like late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. But I don't think, I don't think hiring an Irish descent, not even an Irish woman, but a woman of distant Irish descent, not that distant. Now, Timothy, who's in charge of your hiring? Are you doing most of the hiring at your company? Do you, you know? kind of have other people, you know, hiring for their own departments or? Well, I mean, if I need to hire someone, mm-hmm. I ask Timmy, mm-hmm. uh, Is- my nephew. And then he says- You have a nephew named after you? I mean, he's he has the same name as me. Yeah. He was born after me as well. So okay. gosh, maybe- yeah, Maybe I think he's, he's named, named after, after you. Might be yeah. named after well, you. Yeah. If you're, think, if you're very wealthy, named, uh, yeah, I think they named him after who, you. He says your nephew is. Um, is it your brother or sister who is his parent? On my brother's side, I, if he's named after me, does that make me an author already? Like, is that like a work I've put out into the world? Or? I'm afraid not. No, you can't claim that you authored him. Even if he were your biological son, I don't think you could claim that you authored him. That is an interesting thought, though. So your nephew, Timmy, does most of the hiring for you? Yeah, he just asks, uh, hey guys, anyone want to move a stock into a bond? Or, if we're particularly slammed, move a bond back into a stock. And then he just asks around his buddies, and that's how we hire. Right, right, right. So probably the problem is most of Timmy's buddies are straight white guys, maybe? I Well, that, here's the thing, I haven't even asked about that. Like, <laughs> Gosh, you seem like a real jovial sort for a CEO. Like your career and your company is sort of like sounds kind of like, you know, financial services, 100 percent male employees, you know, just from those broad strokes. It sounds like kind of a tough as nails, you know, men selling instruments. But your particular energy is seems very, I would say, sweet and maybe naive. Uh, Am I how would you describe yourself? Uh, yeah, CEO, if I could, suffix. You, you can, absolutely. On the, drop, on the drop-down box, That's that would be, I'm very <laughs> I mean, proud of that. I can't do anything with the drop-down box. Let me ask you this. How do you identify in terms of uh, ethnicity, uh, gender, and heritage? I don't like to make assumptions. Yeah, I, you get in so much trouble. I, <laughs> yeah. Timmy had a word of me. It's crazy, day. right? Try, yeah, try, I mean, hey, just between Just between us. I mean, uh, it's pretty nuts right now, right? Oh. 
Here's the thing. I'm uh, of loose English descent. Loose English. Let me write that down. Loose English descent. Okay. As in mother put it about a bit and then father would talk about that constantly. Okay. I'm not going to get that part into it, but I'll just say, you know, indeterminate English descent. I kind of like the sound of that. Mother put it about a bit. Mother put it out a bit and father wouldn't shut up about it. Sounds like, um, kind of sounds like the opening of a kink song. <laughs> um, oh gosh. Anyway. Are those guys available? No, no, they're not. And they would not help your case. It's all white men in that band. All of them? I, that, I think that's, that's a lot right. Of kinks. That, that can't be possible. I think that's true. Yeah, I think it's four white dudes in the kinks. Fo- uh, that, following the Beatles template, unfortunately. I... There's no way a rock band would just be four white dudes. I, I, I don't, I don't uh, want to call it. I, I can't call into question your expertise, but like it just that feels. That shocks you at all? I mean, um, have you looked into almost any rock band? Uh, I'm just off the top of my head. Led Zeppelin is four white dudes. The Beatles is four white dudes. The Who is three white dudes. Especially, especially Britain, but certainly America too. Uh, the Beach Boys. That's all white dudes. Not a lot of bands in America. It's so, all solo acts. E Street Band, all white dudes. Are you suggesting? Oh, no, it's not Clarence Clemens. Clarence. They have a, yeah, are you one suggesting? Non- even I know Clarence. Are you suggesting I pivot <laughs> from stocks to bonds and bonds to stocks into rock? I was not suggesting that at all. I, I just was. I brought up the Kinks because I don't even remember why now, and uh, how, I don't know exactly how you would pivot if you sell fixed income bonds, then you buy rock bands? Is that what you're suggesting would happen? Make rock music, convert it into a fixed income bond, convert that fixed income bond into a stock, leave it there for a little bit on the, on the nice tea, let it mature, back to a bond, back into a rock song. Karen, does this make sense to you? I yes, to defer to- well, it 100% makes sense. You know what? I think it's actually a pretty good idea. So, loose English descent. Uh, very straight. I've tried, and pfft, that is not for me. And then... Hey, at least okay. you tried. Yeah, good for yep. you. Went to a cricket game, looked at all the guys, and they were not having it. That was right. the extent of it. Okay, still. Would you say that you are of Caucasian descent? Very. Very. And you say you're very straight? That's another one that's very? Very. Oh, oh, I'm all of the various. Uh-huh. Okay, that's not going to help us either then. And so you want us to write from the perspective of fictional diverse employees what it's like to work at your company. Pass the mic. You know what? I think I'm perfect for this. I think <laughs> oh, I could Jesus. do it. I Let me just ask, Timothy, what's the point of this book? Why do you want, <laughs> why do you want to write this book? What is the point? You want to make your, you feel like a villain or something? You feel like the bad guy? You Are you trying to promote your company? What, what, what do you really want out of doing this? Oh, I mean, it's Pride Month. I mean, I know that because of uh, <laughs> yes, the colors. That's, yeah, that's right. true. Yeah, it's gay, gay Pride Month. Yeah. Right. It's, it's Pride for all of them. I think this like, is going to be released after Gay Pride Month, but we are recording it smack dab in the middle of Gay Pride Month. It's not even gay pride. It's it's all of them, like the lesbians, the the the, the bisexuals, the transgender people, like all yeah. of them. They, they all get Pride Month. It's very exciting. Uh, and then I was thinking, wow. I don't have any of those guys, and I love those guys. So much fun. Those guys. Okay, yeah. Um, I think it's perfect. I'm not, I've am i never um, – I'm barely straight even. I mean, I barely exist as a sexual preference, but when I do, it's straight. But I still think I could write from the perspective of a trans uh, person or gay or lesbian. I think yeah. I could hack that. I don't think it'd be so hard. Just write about, you know, tits and dicks or whatever. I mean, I think I could do it. Then you thought – you thought, it's Pride Month. I love those guys. Then you thought, what? 
And then, and I was lo- looking at all the companies saying, hey, we support you. Uh, and I was like, wow, I wonder how many actual queer members on the board they have. Probably not many. And I thought, wow, there's nothing stopping them. Nothing stopping me. I need to get out there. Really go for it. What ha- You never thought this before, like in previous years in Pride Month? Or how long have you had the company? I was born with it. I, I guess you could say I inherited it from daddy, but that's unimportant. I just, I've just been busy. Like every June, I've just been doing other things. And it- <laughs> so it just never occurred to you? I mean, you know, you get swept up in stuff. Uh, I guess so. I guess I've had, you know, times when I'm kind of busy and I have trouble paying attention to the world. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Timothy Tipping Tree, is your father Terrence Tipping Tree? You know him? Yes. Everyone knows him. Terrence Tipping Tree, the wealthiest man. One of the top five, at least. Sure. He hates the other four. He he just hates them. Got a lot of jealousy I'm so dumb that I there. didn't even bring it up. I, of course, Terrence Tipping Tree, I didn't put it together. Mm, wow. Okay, so that's why you inherited it. I mean, it's kind of a common name. Tipping I used tree, to read so. your father's blog in the early 2000s. He wrote all those like tips on how to be a better investor and how to like... He wrote a lot of like angry, shaming articles about how the younger generation was lazy and that's why they weren't rich. You want to know a little about BTS? I was yeah. that younger generation. He was like, shouts at me in my crib and was like, why aren't you rich? And I couldn't shout crib. back. Yeah. He was shouting me in my crib and go, why aren't you rich? And then I couldn't <laughs> shout back. You remember Technically that? I am. I have some of your wealth. And yeah. that was frustrating. Right. Yeah. I mean, Very as as his son, you were you were sort of wealthy i mean by by most by most countries laws right and i guess it's that voicelessness that has inspired me for my diversity journey (laughs) okay oh boy okay we might leave that story out of the book i don't think that's going to resonate that you in the crib of your wealthy father's bedroom being yelled at to be rich is i don't think that's going to read as voiceless but actually you know what maybe it should maybe running away from this is the wrong maybe we should tackle this front and center and just have a foreword that says, I am rich by Timothy Tippingtree. Uh, or the the Rich and Voiceless by Timothy Tippingtree might be a good foreword. I think I think my first essay is gonna be from the perspective of a young lesbian girl trying to find her way, who found her identity by working for your company, who really found her place by turning bonds into stocks, into rock bands back into stocks. If she existed, I'd hire her. That probably I'd have to check with Timmy, but like that sounds amazing. If she's what? If she existed, I would hire her. Oh, she doesn't exist. This is going to be something that I just make up. She's going to be hot too. It's going to be hot, 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 hot. You know, as CEO, you can override Timmy's decisions at any time. You could hire people yourself. You seem like a well-intentioned guy, Timothy. Just maybe a little naive because you grew up very sheltered. I think maybe you could... Think about maybe hiring some other people at your company instead of putting Timmy in charge. I heard what you said. I digested it and I decided to pass on this story that I think might help of my crib, soft top convertible. It had a little button I'd press and it would go over the top. You had a soft top convertible crib? Yeah. It's pretty amazing. In case the world was a bit too much. And And then daddy would push it back and go, no. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why aren't you rich? That's tough. That sounds tough. Well, I know you really want to do this. I'm sold. You I really want to do, do this. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, just Karen, if you got any ideas or whatever, I'll take them into consideration. Mm. What I'm writing. 
No, I don't. I don't have a single idea. Timothy, have you ever heard of the musician Bob Marley? Legend. I am best of CD. Fantastic. Like I, I listened the to time. the Legend CD a couple times in college, and that is my sole knowledge of the Rastafarian culture. But I think that I could write one essay from the point of view of a Rastafarian. I think that might be a good <gasps> I, entry into the book. I don't know if I can make requests, but can you do it in one of their voices? That would be. I'll write it so in dialect. Good. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Hey, Mon, I love working for. What, what is the name of your company? Tipping Tree Investments or something? Uh, TTI. Okay. Hey, Mon, I love working for TTI. I think that'll be a banger of an essay. <gasps> Can you do one from the perspective of a rich person as well? Just Easy. Because how many rich people are there? Like... Not many. That's also a minority. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now... What if someone reads this book, the point of which I still don't understand? What if someone reads this book? They show up at the offices of TTI and they look <laughs> and they look around. Then what? Then what? They'll think it's one of their days, I'm guessing. Yeah. I just don't understand the point of it. I well, don't. Public Do you want to look like a good relations. guy? It's yeah. a PR. It's a PR stunt. Haven't you ever heard of virtue signaling? But 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 the good kind. Oh, good. Um, what if what if the one of the consequences of this? The first of all, this book's going to be great. It's going to sell like crazy. That I'm sure of. What if one of the consequences is you are hit with a flood of diverse candidates for your company who want to work there? Is that, that would a, be great. Actually, that would be great. You know, that might be like, hey, this is a chance for this is a financially successful company. It's part of the famous tipping tree. You know, dynasty, boy, that, that, you know, that, they're looking for diverse hires. I got this book with all these diverse voices. I, I could fit in there. I think I'm going to apply for a job. I mean, here's my plan. If they all appear, like, all at the same time, I'd hire a crew of actors mm -hmm. to portray diverse people. Oh, jeez. Okay. Like, Smart. you've got range. I heard your Jamaican accent earlier. That was... Pretty spot, spot on, on, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like to brag, but my dialects are pretty good. I mean, Karen, you you could be an Irish, you could be an Irish woman if you it, want. Or I, oh, she does. Am, a, she does a great Irish accent. I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't think I want to participate. Okay, I don't. Well, the doors open. The door. The doors open. Because I, you know, you're at least. I guess you're offering to hire diverse actors. I guess. No, uh, no, 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 um, no. But like. They would be playing diverse actors. Okay. Like it's otherwise, it wouldn't be acting. If a black person is just in my office being black, that's not right. <laughs> okay, you're gonna hire a non-black person to play a black person in your office to act as uh, that. That's the acting. Acting is being something other. If acting was just being yourself, it would be called yeah. being. I don't know. This is your world, not mine. What like, an interesting it, acting breakdown that's going to be in the casting casting notices. Looking for non-black man to play black man in office. I have to admit, I'd be intrigued if I saw it. I think this is going to work, and I feel like it'll be quick, and I think I could do it in a couple of weeks. I really, for me. I'm really advising against it, Will. I really am advising against it. Hey, we'll see what the first draft is like, and if we think it's going the wrong way, then we, you know, there's always a kill fee, we can say, that can that is less than the agreed-upon... Uh, completion fee that we can always go that way if it doesn't work out. Hmm. You know, nothing's locked in until it's published. Right, right. Maybe I'll just put a couple of 
practice entries on like medium.com just to see how they go, just to kind of field test it. Like I think my Jamaican guy, I'll put one of his essays on my personal medium just to, just to see what the reaction is that way kind of field test it. Put Jamaican guy and hot lesbian woman. Yeah, hot lesbian woman, Jamaican guy. And then you if know. you feel it, put the Irish woman in and then see how Karen feels about it. Like maybe once you write it, she'll be like, you know, this, I, this is me. I think it's great. So I think we have enough information for a, kind of a follow-up meeting. Timothy, do you mind if we talk this time tomorrow? We'll have some follow-up questions for you. We can nail down this deal. Toodle pip. I'm, I'm sorry, what did you just say? Toodle oh, pip. Toodle pip? <sighs> toodle yes, pip. Okay, toodle well. Pip. Toodle pip. Toodle pip. We'll see you tomorrow. Hello. If you're enjoying I Will Write Your Book, please do that thing that every podcast asks you to do and go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It makes a huge difference to us getting to new audience members. Also, if you have ever heard of social media, there's I Will Write Your Book on Instagram and I Will Write Your on Twitter, which features photos of our guests. And sometimes we get fun fan art that mocks up the covers of these books that we are talking about on these episodes. And it's really fun. So I hope you get a chance to check those out. And thanks so much for listening. Cassette tape 28. Uh, this is a meeting with myself and Karen Donahue. Karen, hmm. I got that call. You did. How'd it go? Yeah. It went great. I th- you know what? He's a nice guy. You got to know Max. We hung out. You we talked hung a little out bit. Mm-hmm. on the we phone for little, or in real on life? On the phone and then in real life. We, we talked for a while and we agreed to meet up for a game of tennis. Uh, and then we had some espresso. We had, a very, we had a very nice afternoon. You shouldn't get mixed up with He's a guy. very well-read guy. He's very decisive. Mm-hmm. He's got interesting hot takes on literature. Right. Well, he is a sociopath mm. and a murderer. So what? Max? I can't believe it. Yes, believe it. Okay. I don't think we talked all afternoon about Virginia Woolf. Oh God, I knew I couldn't trust you. Well, no, it went great. I told him everything. I told him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got you mixed up in all this. No, 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 not at all. He's a buddy. I consider him a friend. Do not consider him a friend. He is not your friend. Don't consider him a friend. We're gonna we're gonna do some stuff. I think I'm gonna do some errands for him this weekend. Do not do them. They're not not that big a deal. I have to basically bring an unmarked bag to the airport. Don't do that. Get it on a plane to Belize. Don't do that. I don't even have to, and you know, the ticket's paid for. I get to stay right. in Belize. Don't go. I've never been to Belize. I've always wanted to see the beaches. Right. Pretty rad. I, they're beautiful, but please, I'm begging you, don't don't get mixed up with him. Okay? I assume he'll be All there. All you had to do was answer a phone. I, I did You know it. what? This is on part. me. I know you're lonely. I am. Desperately. And he's charming. I'll say that. He's charming. But uh, you told me you were going to tell me what the story was after I did it. Uh, yeah. Well, um, so in 2014, mm-hmm. you did it, right? We're good. Yep. I really think yep. you shouldn't talk to him anymore. I'll think about okay. it. But I definitely gave him the whole St. Lucia thing and he and he bought it and it was fun. OK, great. Well, in 2014, my husband at the time was well, he was a drug dealer. He would sell uh, he would bring in shipments of cocaine and yada, 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 yada. I have always claimed, like, I didn't know about that. As soon as I found out, I got divorced, blah, 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 blah. But actually, he took the fall for me. 
Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, anyway, Max worked for, I don't know, I guess you'd call it a consortium. I don't know, of drug dealers, right? So I, look, a deal went bad. Okay. I had to, you know, take care what? of someone. I had oh to take care God. of somebody. Oh, my God. You know, my husband at the time took the rap for it. And, you know, they killed him. And oh so if they this. found out it was me, that's what they're trying to get to the bottom of. Because things aren't adding up. I left a few loose ends, which I will take care of. P- please but, don't. Okay. Uh, I can't believe this. But it's very I think if important. you just talk to Max... He is a sweet, don't, understanding guy. Don't mention guy. this to him. Do not say. I'm not gonna. I won't. Thing I, won't. To I am innocent. It's in the I vault. It's in the vault. I wasn't even getting along with my husband at the time. Who's your husband? Which husband was this? Uh, Arthur. Oh, Arthur was a drug dealer. Yes. He always wore those suits. You least expect. Anyway. He had such he had such quiet energy, Arthur. Well, your secret's safe with me. Uh, I, I will not it. mention this in my friendship with Max. You're not friends. Uh, once I get back from Belize. You'll um, never come back. If you go do this, you will never come back. What are you talking about you never come You can tell back. you're a blabbermouth. I'm not you a You can tell you're a blabbermouth. What an insane accusation to make of somebody. How, how could I be a blabbermouth? I barely talk to anybody. <laughs> well, that's what happens. The people you do talk to, you turn into a blabbermouth. Please don't do this. You're going to have to move. I'll help you. I'll set you up in a studio. No, that's okay. I'm... I'm not moving. I love this place. <laughs> it's it's a dump. To... I can see. Um, I can see the water stains on the wall. I think they add character. I've I've moved my posters around the water stains to kind of use it. Gives a nice composition. I'm sorry. I'm well. I'm going to say this. Okay. I'm sorry. I mixed you up in all of this. Hey, no problem. I feel great. No, you shouldn't. You should be scared. You should be really scared. I don't you feel scared. I feel wonderful. I feel. You should be tingly. scared. Was tinkly and happy. They were still on my case. They were still on my trail. I thought I left it all behind. But what are you going to do? You can do me a favor. Well, love to. Next time you hang out with Max, okay? I'm going to give you a little. It's going to be tomorrow. Great. I'm going to. I'm going to give you this vial, okay? Mm-hmm. I need you to put it in his drink when he's not looking. Why? Just do this for me, okay? This vial right here. It's pretty. Yeah. Don't drink it. Yourself. I was just about to. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> don't, don't. Seconds even, away. Don't do it, okay? Make sure I have he doesn't see you. thing about substances. If somebody hands me a pill or a vial, I usually just whoop, chuck it down. It's the John Lennon approach. It's like, oh, let's see what this does. Please, well, just make sure he doesn't catch you and put it in his drink. Hey, this is kind of fun, huh? We're doing fun stuff. Not really. It's not. It's not fun at okay. all. Okay, I'm sorry I mixed you up in it, but yeah, that's great. I love it. I love having something to do. <laughs> Do you ever see the sketch show Living Color in the early '90s? Yeah. Do you remember their sketch Heymon about like the Jamaican family and the oh, joke God. was they all had a million jobs? Damon Wayans and Kim Wayans played that. Do you remember that? Uh, vaguely. I'm I don't using think that you as should... inspiration for my no, essay. No, I don't think you should. I really don't. Really don't. I'm just going to describe those characters. Those characters are going to be who you writes the essay. You know what? Go ahead. The more I'm horrible and offensive it is, the better for TTI. Okay? I want you to just really It was funny when Damon Wayans do it. It'll be better when I do it in an essay. Mm. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll see you tomorrow with the Zoom call, and I'll make sure to drop this vial on this guy's food, even though I don't know what it does. <laughs> Cassette tape 29, meeting with Karen Donahue, and uh, I'm also going to connect uh, Timothy Tipping Tree. 
Tim, are you there? Whip. What was that? Oh, uh, toodle pip. Toopa whoop. Toodle pip. Toodle pip. Toodle pip again. It's like aloha. It's both hello and goodbye. Yeah. Uh, hello, Karen. Will. Uh, sorry, I'm out of it. I had a rough day yesterday. What uh, happened? Well, first of all, there was a my medium piece really backfired on me. Um, I mean, it took off. Mm-hmm. My medium.com essay, hey, man. Right. My time working for TTI. I was instant. I shouldn't have put it on my own account because every other essay on that is about how much I love Billy Joel and lots of pictures of me. And, you know, I was immediately exposed as not the authentic author that the essay claimed to right. be. I don't know, Tim. I, the inter- I internet this in culture, email. these people. I mean, honestly. I do think it's their fault. Thank you for taking my side. I think it's their fault. Who's to say you weren't a Jamaican cosplaying as a Billy Joel lover for like three or four years? No one gave me that chance to even to even make that case. Well, that's Drew, not Drew what I... Barrymore, Drew Barrymore was making fun of me. Michael Ian Black uh, did a little video and got me good. MIB and DB took you down? Yeah. <sighs> and I had no real way to zing back. Joe Rogan weirdly took their side, which I wasn't expecting, but Joe Rogan also said that I was a piece of shit, which that hurt. I'm a big fan. So that was rough. And then also... Um, I had a meeting with one of Karen's associates. and That's what I'm asking about, Will. That's what I need to know about. Well, when Greg put the vial in his drink and... He drank it? He drank it and um, he's not with us anymore is what happened. Oh, okay. This, I killed a man yesterday. Timothy, <laughs> just pretend you're not hearing this. I killed somebody. I didn't know that's what I was doing, but I put... Poison in somebody's Perfect. drink and it murdered them. And I didn't know that the, what I was doing, but that's what I did. And now Will, this guy's. You dead. took a man, you converted him into a stock. Maybe he's going to be converted into a bond. What an interesting way to look at it. You're that's thinking true. that by committing that's murder, true. I've. True. You it's never just know. a transference of assets. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that what we all are? Just a transference of assets? Wow. I never knew how easy it was to talk about. That sounds both Eastern and capitalist at once. And you know what, Will? He might have died anyway. He was looking pretty healthy. We um, we hit the gym right before that, and he bench-pressed 425 pounds. Whoa, he should go on Rogan. Yeah, but not anymore, because he's dead. Hmm. So how are you feeling after this takedown by the internet? Well, still going to write this book? I, Yes, I'm <laughs> even more emboldened. I think that these crybabies on the internet need somebody to show them what for. I'm standing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Because when someone complains about your internet, you pause for like a little bit and then you double down on what you did. I mean, I had a moment of self-reflection. You know, I was like, maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe I, sh- if, maybe I could at least hire a Jamaican author to write this fictional essay. Then I was yeah, like, that would have been an idea. No. Did Herman Melville find a Jamaican guy to write Moby Dick? No. Wow. Therefore, I can write whatever I want. I mean, it might have offered a better perspective on life in the Caribbean if he had. That's right. I mean, what? No. The book was great. And this, and this, my essay is going to be great. Call me Ishmael Mann. Like that. Now, <laughs> That's better. Now, now you're yeah, saying it. it might have been better. I kind of like it. It might have been better. Okay. It's a good point. Maybe I do have some lessons to learn, but I'm not going to learn them this week. I, I've got no time. I've committed murder and I've been outed on the internet as a jerk. Timothy... I'm sorry, I'm just noticing. Is that a huge pile of cash behind you? So sometimes you can't have it as an illiquid asset and you have to liquidate the asset and put it into cash. But the the beautiful thing about cash, Karen, and I 
I almost think you know this is that it can be converted into a stock or a bond. Like cash can go either way. Cash is the most bisexual of assets. And I think having cash at my company is great for Pride Month. Just cash itself is a buy is a BIPOC energy? Uh bi energy as in bisexual. It also I don't know if it counts as BIPOC, but it is a color. So yes, yes. Yeah. Uh it's and it's indigenous. It's indigenous. It was created here. I mean, you know, technically. We are doing the Lord's work. Thank you so much for passing the mic. And I really want to thank Karen most of all. No. Like when people ask me about this, I will thank you. Please don't. Don't mention Yeah, it's me. too late. You're you're in my tweets. Oh crap. <laughs> Don't please don't at me or anything, please. Oh, Timothy, thank you for retweeting me yesterday when I when I defended myself. That was a big boost. <laughs> I just you you got to show support for people by either boosting their content or never speaking up if they do anything wrong. Thank you. I needed it. Uh, really, I've had I've got more followers. You know, before yesterday, my Twitter account had twelve followers. Now I have twenty five thousand. Mostly people angry at me, but it's still still kind of a rush. God, people are following you because they hate you. I'm getting a lot of hate follows. I'm being ratioed. Well, just do me a favor and don't yeah. tweet about poisoning Max. Oh, I won't. Okay. I feel bad about that. Good. I mean, you shouldn't. So what was what was in that vial? You saved my life, and I'm indebted to you. Oh, really? Yeah. Here's what I want. Cashew oil. He had a, an allergy. So it really wasn't poison. Amazing. It wasn't even illegal, really. Nope. The act might have been, but the substance wasn't. Right. Here's wow. my taken down by anaphylaxis. Here's my request. Karen Sorry, I married an anaphylaxis murderer. Is that a book? That, actually, maybe that is a better book. Sorry, I married an anaphylaxis murderer. So I married an anaphylaxis murderer. You know, like that. There's a so I married an axe murderer. It's I've a play on words. It's a Mike Myers movie. <laughs> he plays a Scottish man because he is Scottish, so he's not really acting. So he's it's just fake. Being, it's bad acting. He's just yeah, being. he's just being himself. Yeah. Ugh. Is it as good as Wayne's World too? Because that's my favorite Mike Myers movie. Um, it's firmly between the Guru and his cameo in the Queen movie. Mm. All right, all right. Or don't forget Studio Fifty Four. Another great Mike Myers movie. Okay, I'll write them both. I'm gonna write past the mic, and so I married an anaphylaxis murderer. And so I just, I just think Timothy that. Will should do these books for the price of one. I think he should no, throw hey, in the don't other listen, one. Don't. Karen <laughs> is not in charge in of negotiating one. money. Okay, we're gonna. You, it's the same fee doubled. I can't. I can't do two for one. That's that's gonna seems fair. I think I, it's already been offered and it's already on the table. And just because somebody says something doesn't mean it's been formally offered. And just because somebody accepts it doesn't mean I have to do it. We have to sign papers. I mean, I have the money to pay for both, but I'd love to pay for one. Right. There we are. Okay, fine. I'll do two for one. I'll do So I Married an Anaphylaxis Murderer and Pass the Mic, you know, written by a Jamaican guy and a bunch of gays. That's what it's going to say in the cover. Well, the Jamaican guy can be gay too. Like, let's just go all out. Like, just really. Okay, yeah. We want to win an award. Let's push this as far as it goes. Maybe we can have like a a mentally challenged person too. That might be Oh, Jesus Christ. I read I read a Faulkner book where the whole first chapter is written from the point of view of a mentally challenged child, so I think I could do it. I don't like this. I really don't. I mean, that's on you, Karen, because I love those guys. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Normally we do emails here, but we don't have any emails. So if you'd like to send us an email, you can send us an email, book at wilhines.net, B-O-O-K at W-I-L-L-H-I-N-E-S dot net. 
Send us an email and, uh, with your questions about the publishing industry or any of our guests or mine and Karen's lives, and uh, we'll answer them and we'll read it. We'll read it on a future episode. So um, think about sending us some. I think uh, we could wrap it up, guys. We're all set. Thanks so much for for joining us, Tim. Toodle pip. Toodle pip. Is that your toodle pip? Toodle pip. You're saying the same thing each time. Yes. Toodle pip. All right. Thanks. See you guys next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to I Will Write Your Book. My name's Will Hines. I played Will Hines. I'd like to promote my other podcasts. Screw it. We're just going to talk about comics. That's me and my brother, Kevin, talk about comic books. The only podcast where two guys are talking about comics. Pretty exciting. Hey, I'm Murphy. I played Karen Donahue. Murphy, please, on Twitter and Instagram. Always tweeting. <laughs> Always gramming. You're so active on social. You, you get so many hot takes on. Twitter. I get. I got a lot of hot takes, baby. You go. You go for it. I'm gonna go. Shem, please introduce yourself. Uh, hi, my name is Shem Pennant. I played uh, Timothy Tiffintree. I think that was his name. Uh, <laughs> it was this, yeah. and then you kept repeating it back to me, which was very helpful. Yeah. Um, I'm at my show called Life on Instagram. Uh, ch- check it out. It's it's a wild time, and I have a podcast called Hot Goss with Trash. Uh, that is. A podcast. What is your Instagram handle for live on Instagram? Oh, um, my show called Life. Okay, my show called Life. That's the Instagram handle, so check that out. Shem is a really funny improviser. Currently living in New York, although he is a British man and has done tons of improv there, too. That's that's why I bring that up. Uh, All right, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next episode. Goodbye. One Million Musicals presents This is the story of Nellie, who nobody knew A brand new musical full of magic and adventure I'm gonna cross the purple dragon sea And find somewhere a home for me Featuring 15 original songs and a stellar cast from across Broadway, film, and television The Ballad of Nelly, who nobody knew. Now available wherever you get your podcast. Campfire.